welcome to StockTwits After Hours, where we provide a quick rundown of the day's market action from the folks at StockTwits, the largest community of investors in the universe. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to StockTwits After Hours. I'm your host, Riley Rosenberger, alongside head trader at Trading Experts, Shake Prisby. Shake, today is Monday, March 1st, and we saw stocks march higher the entire day after Friday's harsh sell-off. What led the market, though, today? So we got a news-driven rally today on the back of the stimulus bill getting signed in the House. It still needs to pass in the Senate, so I'm sure we'll hear negotiating back and forth to get a deal done before the March 14th deadline when unemployment benefits are set to expire. And today was just a broad-based rally. It wasn't reopening stocks. It wasn't just tech. Every sector finished in the green today. And after last week's action, where equities sold off because of the rise in treasuries, which quickly became the biggest story in the financial media, it was reassuring to see bonds catch a bid today. This move in treasuries begs the question, is this 2016 where a similar move in treasuries caused a brief sell-off in equities only to be forgotten about a month later? Or on the flip side, is this a pause before we see some more drastic moves? So we're keeping a closer eye on the bond market, but today's rally in equities was definitely comforting after the weakness we saw last week. Walmart is making its way into the fintech world and poaching some high-level Goldman Sachs employees in the process. Is Walmart going to make it easier for folks to save money and bank better? Walmart making moves out here. So in January, we saw a few headlines of this company forming, but not too many details. We know it's a fintech startup designed to develop and offer modern, innovative, and affordable financial solutions to our customers. They're partnering up with Ribbit Capital, who's already seen as a disrupting fintech firm. Over the past five years, Goldman has joined the retail banking game with Marcus, which I personally use as a high-yield savings account. One of the key architects of Marcus is Omar Ishmael, and he's the bigwig who got poached here. What this move really does is highlight the threat the fintech startups pose to traditional banks. The FDIC approved the rule back in December that makes it easier for so-called industrial loan companies to get banking charters without having to deal with capital and liquidity demands that financial firms face. So Goldman came out today, said they're not worried, they have a deep bench of talent, but the tides definitely seem to be turning in the financial sector here. Great move for Walmart. Energy giant ExxonMobil is under activist pressure as it adds new board members. Is this company feeling the pressure to go green now? So Exxon is coming off a dreadful year. Obviously, in a year where crowds aren't flying and driving, the demand for oil is going to be slim. But they've never posted an annual loss before. Last year, they lost $22 billion. So they've been put under some pressure to make some strategic changes in order to put forth an energy transition strategy as some countries are attempting to wean themselves off fossil fuels. The two activist investors joining the board, Jeffrey Ubbin and Michael Angelakis, have significant experience in capital markets and capital allocation. The goal of these two additions will be to focus on investment priorities as well as transitioning to a low carbon future. This is only the beginning of Exxon's beefs. Another activist investor, Engine No. 1 LLC, founded by tech investor Chris James, said today they're unhappy with strategic direction and will move forward with a planned proxy fight for four more board seats, energy prices, Finally ticking higher, but the headaches for Exxon seem to be just beginning. Zoom Video reported earnings after the close. The stock zoomed roughly 9% after hours. What were some highlights from this report, and could we see Zoom go on another epic run? I mean, these Zoom earnings were massive. I'll admit, I was in the camp that thought this company's growth would top out once the pandemic was waning, but these earnings clearly tell a different story. Revenues up 370% year over year. They beat EPS estimates by a whopping 50%. They've got over 467,000 customers with more than 10 employees. Over 1,600 companies spent over 100K in the last 12 months on Zoom. The surprising part to me, again, going back to the idea that growth would slow post-pandemic, 
They're raising their fiscal 2022 guidance, upping revenues to 900 million from the previously estimated 835. So with this report, Zoom video just proves they're continuing to dominate the market. Neo also reported earnings after the close. The stock was quiet after hours, but how did the Chinese EV makers quarter come out? You know, I'll tell you something, Riley. After I got taken out back on Luckin Coffee's unaudited earnings, getting real sick of these Chinese companies putting out unaudited reports, which is what we got from Neo today. But they fell short on their growth expectations, which is why we're seeing shares down almost 5% after hours. They did deliver over 17,000 cars last quarter. They're expecting to ramp that number up to 20K next quarter. They did greatly improve vehicle margins to 17% compared to negative 6% a year ago. So that's positive. But for a company trading over 40 times sales, we wanted to see a little more growth in this report. All righty, Shake. Well, that's all we got for today. Keep an eye on Zoom and Neo's post-earnings reaction tomorrow. We'll talk again after hours. Sounds good. You've been listening to Stock Twits After Hours. To learn more and subscribe today, visit StockTwits.com. All opinions expressed by the host and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of StockTwits or their affiliates. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a recommendation to buy or sell any security. The podcast is also not a research report and is not intended for the basis of any investment decision. Guests may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast.